I have a friend who is in the final stages of going through a very painful separation. He was reflecting on how the thing that frightens him the most in this whole process is his own ability to shut down, to become cold, emotionless even, to be numb. And now he knows all the reasons why he can defend himself psychologically in this way, but he is also very clear that he does not want to leave this deep and loving marriage via this particular cold road. No, he wants to leave via the road of the open heart, even though it hurts like hell. In today's story from the Gospel of Luke, we learnt about the lepers, the ten lepers who are healed and the one leper who is made whole. Your faith has made you well, Jesus said to the one who returns. Interesting. They've all been cured, but this one, the one who returns, this one has been made well. Well from the old English wheel, abundantly, very, very much indeed, to be sure. Well from the old English to spring, to rise, to gush. So this one has been made well. But weren't they all made well? Well, actually, no, they were all healed, but only this one. This one was abundance. This one was to be sure. This one rose up. So according to this reading, anyway, there is being cured and there is being made well. Now, many of you know that to be a leper in the time of Christ was to be deemed accursed by God and that a leper should, according to the text found in Leviticus, wear torn clothes and let the hair of his head be dishevelled and he shall cover his upper lip and he shall cry out, unclean, unclean, and he shall remain unclean as long as he has the disease. He is unclean and he shall live alone. His dwelling shall be outside the camp. And yet, despite these laws, despite this shame, these men, these lepers, reach out for healing. They refuse to be shut off. They radically demand more for their lives than this shunning by society. And in the story, Jesus does as they demand. And he heals them. Leprosy, adjective, scaly, scabby, rough. Leprosy, related to lepan, to peel, from lepos, a scale. Leprosy. It used to be thought that tissue damage was a sort of mysterious aspect of the disease itself, that it was a disease somehow of bad flesh, flesh that was somehow self-destructive, flesh that somehow engaged in auto-amputation, flesh that, as the writer Rebecca Solnit writes, would fall from itself, fall like digits of hands or like antlers or like autumn leaves. But actually, back in the 1950s, a physician called Brand, working in India, discovered that those affected with leprosy were not disfigured because of the disease, but because they were actually injuring themselves because the disease caused profound lack of sensation. Or in other words, they were hurting themselves because they could no longer feel. I have a friend who is in the final stages of going through a very painful separation. He was reflecting on how the thing that frightens him the most in this whole process is his own ability to shut down, to become cold, emotionless, to be numb. And he knows all the reasons why he defends himself psychologically in this way. But he is also very clear that he does not want to leave this deep and loving marriage via this particular cold road. He wants to leave via the road of the open heart, even though it hurts, it hurts like hell. So Brand, for example, discovered that a young carpenter he'd operated on 
So happy was he to hold the hammer again that he was oblivious to a splinter on the handle that ate into his palm all day. And another example of a farmer who badly burned his hands in scalding water from the tap but had no idea and they began to fester and to wound. And feet, Brand found, were even more prone to injury. Sores would arise and then become infected. And in a truly awful discovery, Brand found that for some of his patients, they would experience fingers and toes just vanishing overnight. But then they discovered that these fingers and toes had not just dropped off, but they had been gnawed off by rats. In his book, The Gift of Pain, Brand writes about arriving at the theory that painlessness, painlessness is the only real enemy for the leprosy sufferer. Leprosy silences pain and further damage comes about as a side effect of this painlessness. Often in our world, and the world of Jesus, those suffering are expected to shut up, to not make a fuss, to accept what everybody already knows, which is that they suffer because they have failed, or because they are weak, or because they are being punished, or maybe just because, well, you know, they're a loser. There were ten lepers, and they went to Jesus, and they said, heal us. What do you shut up about? What do you make yourself numb to? What are you silenced by? Who are you silenced by? And why do you remain silent? Brand concluded that shared pain is central to what it means to be a human being. And Rebecca Solnit, the activist and author, when reflecting on Brand's book, writes, we are a society that values the anaesthetic over the pain. We hide our prisons, our sick, our mad and our poor. We expend colossal resources to live in padded, temperature-controlled environments that make few demands on our bodies or our minds. We come up with elaborate means of not knowing about the suffering of others and about blaming them when we do. Choosing not to feel pain is choosing a sort of death, a withering away of the expansive self. When Robert J. Lifton went to investigate the psychology of survivors of the atomic bombings of Hiroshima and Nagasaki, he coined the term psychic numbing to describe the survival strategy of disassociation and apathy, a diminished capacity or an inclination to feel. And of all the things that Jesus encourages us to be and to do, one of the core messages surely is that we must wake up and that we must feel and that we must be present to the self and to the other and to the world and to all those who suffer. And so that instead of turning away from pain or shutting down from pain, I have a friend who is in the final stages of going through a very painful separation and he, he was reflecting on how the thing that frightens him the most in this whole process is his own ability to shut down, to become cold, emotionless, to be numb. Instead of shutting up and turning away from pain, we do what we can and we heal where we can and we ask for help when we can even though it hurts even though it hurts like hell
Thank mm-hmm. you.